Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Inger. And today I have the special privilege of interviewing IFBB professional Emily Plager. Emily, welcome to the show, to our uh, episode here. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you for having me. I've actually, um, since I started back into competing in 2019, I have listened to your podcast. So this is super exciting to have this opportunity to be on here. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that makes me so, that just warms my heart. Um, Thank you so much (laughs) for listening. And um, we are going to get into some excitement here. Emily has had, she has been a busy lady these last couple of weeks. (laughs) So, um, but I first wanted to start with just where are you from and um, what you do and a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm originally from a small town in Ohio called Randolph. Um, Right now I live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I do real estate, so I'm a realtor. I wondered about that, the 330. I went to the University of Akron, and that was hard. I went to Kent State for a little bit, so we were rivals. We were rivals. (laughs) (laughs) Too funny. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, And you have two dogs, you said? I do. They're my babies. Um, two seventy-five pound babies is what I like to call them. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, and so you do real estate there in Florida. Um, mm-hmm. And how long have you been doing that? I have been doing it for a little over a year now. Okay. So okay. Yeah. Was there something particular that brought you from Ohio to Florida? Uh, the weather definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, growing up in Ohio and the snow. Um, just we were. We were sick of uh, the snow in the winter, so my family moved down here in, I think it was around 2014. Okay. So, okay. Awesome. Yeah. So what was it that, um, when did you start competing then? So I actually started competing in 2013. Um, I think I was a freshman in college. Uh, so I did a couple shows back then, 2000 2013, 2014 took a break and then got back into it in 2019. When you competed in college, what was, that was kind of when bikini was first coming out. I think I saw a throwback picture of you. Yes. Um, Did you do the natural (laughs) Ohio? Is that what? Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought I recognized that background. I competed, I believe in, it might've been 2013 at that. that, Really? Yeah. I recognized. Oh my gosh. So funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how did that go with your first experiences? It was definitely ex- an experience. Um, I think I placed second okay. at that show. Um, but it's totally different competing now than it was back then. Yeah. So, so what what caused the um the break of why'd you take some time off and then come back into it? What was kind of I mean, story? I, so I back, I was 19 when I first started. So, I mean, a little young, um, living that college life, uh, and then kind of got burnt out in a way. Um, and so we decided to move down to Florida 2014. Um, I had moving down here, I turned 21. So, um, experienced that life for a little bit Uh and then, um, met my boyfriend at the time as well and was just ready to get back into it. Um, I, I missed it. 
honestly. And I mean, back then, after taking the break in 2014, I really never thought I would ever compete again. But I always noticed there was something missing, and it was it was the stage. So I got back into it in 2019. And when you say that uh, things were different, how were your preps different um, in terms of how your nutrition went, your training, and all that after taking uh, a couple years? So back in 2013, um, my mom had did my prep. She competed back in the day. That's how, that's what inspired me to get into competing as well. Um, so I just, I used my mom as my coach. I didn't have, I guess, um, an actual coach. Um, so now moving forward, 2019, I do have a coach now and he is amazing. He is very knowledgeable. So, and I'm more mature now too. So that helps a lot. Um, so yeah. Okay. So can you tell us about what types of, when you got back into it, what type of, um, regional competitions did you compete in? And then, um, I won't give the spoiler alert of when you got your program. We'll kind of go down that path here in a bit, but I just wanted to get your background of your journey up to that point of getting your pro card. So um, when I got back into it in 2019, my first show was the CJ Classic. Um, I had won overall at that one. And then I did the Orlando Europa. Um, I got first in my class there and then, after that is when, so the first two shows of 2019, I actually still didn't have a coach. It was kind of, friend was helping me um, prep, train, and my mom was helping as well. And then after Europa, I wanted to step on a national stage. So I decided it's time that we get serious and hire a coach. Okay. Yeah. And that year, did you compete at a national show? I did. I, my first national show was junior nationals in Chicago. Okay. That was that was a fun time. Um, I got third in my class there, and then we decided to go to nationals in November, and I took another third, um, one spot away from oh, my pro card. Yeah. So that was that was tough, but I mean, I was still very very excited to get a third place in um, nationals. So at junior nationals, it goes to just the first place. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you have to win your class at junior yeah. nationals. And then yep. MPC nationals, it's first and second. Top. Yep. Right, right. Okay, yep. yeah, that's crazy that you were just short of it. So what was your feedback then um, that you um, need to improve on? Last year at nationals, it was coming leaner and then hamstring tie-ins was the biggest thing. Okay. So, yeah, so we know um, ending that show, we knew what we needed to do to be able to uh, make 2020 the year that it happened. So we went to work after. Well, it's been a crazy year. So can you tell <laughs> us what that's looked like for you? I mean, did you have any shows canceled, pushed back? How did your training with COVID go in this <laughs> beautiful year that it is? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so I actually got back into prep in January. We were shooting for Junior USA's in May. Um, COVID hit, what was it, late February, early March, and the show started to get canceled. Um, so we pushed that back, and I actually pulled out of prep um, when gym started to get canceled, show started to get canceled, and I honestly did not think that I would compete in 2020 because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. 
um, I, I forget what show it was. Um, and then my teammate, Danielle, she's a figure pro. She had, she had been prepping since January as well and stayed on track. She's amazing. Um, she had competed in her a show finally. And that's what motivated me to get, get back into prep and um, do nationals. So, yeah, definitely. Um, I honestly did not think that I would step on stage this year. Wow. So it's it's crazy it's how. You didn't give up on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what did you do? Did you reverse diet then? Uh, once you No, decided? I, to be honest, I, I fell off. I was not, I was very unmotivated. Um, yeah. The home workouts were not good. So yeah, I, I, I fell off. Um, it was not good. I appreciate your honesty so. with that because I feel like, um, you know, there's a lot of people that probably felt that same way that it was really hard. You know, you either got corn toned or <laughs> you gained the <laughs> quarantine 15. Um, yes, I, yeah. So how did you pull yourself out of that? I mean, I know you're, it sounds like your teammate really inspired you to kind of pull yourself up. Um, what were some other things that just, you know, kind of hit you or how did you pull yourself out of that and get yourself re-motivated? Um, so being so close to my pro card last year at nationals, I remember ending that show and telling my coach 2020 is my year. Um, so I guess during the whole COVID situation and falling off, I just changed my my mindset and realized like 2020 is still going to be my year. Let's kick it into gear and make sure it happens this year. So it's just a mindset shift, which is extremely important in prep. If your mind isn't in it, it's, it's not going to all come together. Yeah. I think Sandy says it best when she said that pros are just mental mind masters uh, mm -hmm. because it just is to be able to diet like we do it's you have to be very mentally tough to make it through that so um how much how much did you have to lose then kind of like what kind of ground did you have to kind of get back after the lockdown mm -hmm. and everything it was a lot i'm actually gonna post my uh, transformation picture probably next week um i started prep uh it was end of august i started um I started at one, around 148. Uh, my stage weight is around like 123, 124. So oh, wow. we had we had a good amount to to lose in that time. So how tall are you? I am five seven and a half. So I'm in the tall. Class. I'm in class H. Yeah. Yeah, you're one of the tall girls, just like me. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Um, yeah, you're for the Hers to infinity and beyond. Um, yes. <laughs> so uh, you needed to work on your glute ham tie -in. So what were some things that you did to make that happen? Um, lots of food. And one of the major movements that we incorporated this year in my training was um, glute bridges. That was like a big factor and then also separating um so we'd have glute hamstring days we'd have quad days and then we have another day that would be like a conditioning leg day so i would train 
lower half three times a week. So that was that was definitely a major major key and and uh, making my backside better than it was when I stepped on stage last. So. Okay. And what's your splits with your upper body, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, let's see. So Monday I do legs. Tuesday I do shoulders. Legs again Wednesday. Rest day Thursday. Um, Friday I do back, and then Saturday legs. Okay. So you have two rest days then a week? Yeah, I usually take Thursday and Sundays off. Okay. And do you have any kind of um, like active rest day, or what do you? Um, what kind of cardio do you do also? Just out of curiosity. Uh, well, in prep, the Stairmaster is is my worst enemy. So that's <laughs> that's I what I do in prep. I call it the stepmom. <laughs> yes. Step <laughs> I like that name for it. <laughs> so that um, in prep, that is what I do. And then um, I'm in reversing. I'm reversing right now. So treadmill and then my dogs are very active. So Every morning we go on about a 30 minute walk and then I'll usually take them on a walk in the evening as well. So they keep me very active. I'm very thankful for them. <laughs> awesome. So do you have a step goal or do you track your steps? No, um, I do not. I just, I just go off time kind of. Yeah. What was the highest your cardio got during your prep? Um, so we do fasted. My highest in the morning was 45 minutes and then after was about 30 minutes post-workout okay so you had a total and that was of yeah hour, hour 15 okay um and that was every day okay and how long was that did that last for the um being that high? we so we pushed hard in the beginning to make sure we were ready and could i guess ease into the show to not exhaust ourselves going into the show. Mm -hmm. um, so I bet probably for the first four, four to six weeks, I would say, is when um, cardio was high. Okay. And do you follow a meal plan or do you track macros? or do you I follow a meal plan. My coach um, does all that for me. So meal plan is what we do. Okay. And that's even in the off season as well. Yes, it's just it's it's easier. He sends me my my diet for the day, and I just follow it to a T. Um, there's just, I don't have to think about it, so it's okay. easiest for me. Yeah, if there's are are there options to make substitutions, or is it just like these are the foods and just go with? Um, them. these are the these are the foods. Sometimes, especially in the off season, I will do a little substitution if I'm feeling like if I have sweet craving stuff like that. But in in prep, I I follow it to a T. Okay. Okay. So let's go ahead and uh, share with them your experience then. Um, I mean, this year it wasn't in Miami. So uh, <laughs> what was what was it like in Orlando at NPC Nationals this year? It was definitely an experience. Um, but it was, it was an amazing experience. It, it was an experience I will never forget. Um, it was a smaller show. I think last year I had about 40 girls in my class. This this year there was, I think, around 20. Okay. Um, when we ended up getting first in my class and earning my pro, car pro card. And super grateful that for that moment. And I, honestly, I still can't believe that it finally happened. 
That's so awesome. So what, um, when you went for the overall pose down, uh, how did that turn out? Um, I did not get the overall, but still I was so excited that I had won my class and the girl who got overall looked amazing as did everyone else. Um, it's a national stage, so everyone is bringing their best. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's incredible that you turned around the next week um, <laughs> and did your pro debut. And again, I won't give a spoiler alert yet, but um, <laughs> I just, I wanted to first get your take on whether or not you were able to get feedback right away, right after that show and um, be able to turn around that quickly the next weekend for your pro debut. Yeah, so my feedback after nationals was um, to have polar glutes. So we decided that we saw that this show was in Fort Lauderdale, which is about 15 minutes from my house. Mm -hmm. So our game plan was, why not jump in this show, um, see how we compare to the season pros right now, get feedback so we can go into off season, um, working on what we need to to be competitive in the pro pro league so that's what we did um wow went into the show went into the show with no expectations because honestly we we had no clue my coach and i tristan hadn't had no clue how like how i was going to look next to these pros um so yeah um so we competed in that show last weekend and when they called my name for first call outs I started crying <laughs> that that in itself is uh so grateful for that um my first my pro debut getting first call outs next to these girls who look amazing and and are going um, to olympia <laughs> and are going to the olympia which is yeah even more crazier um i'm it was honestly such an honor to stand next to them on stage and but i felt just so comfortable up there as well and it was amazing. Um, and then, so the whole time during comparisons and first call-outs, they didn't move my name, like, move me at all. So I honestly had no clue where I was standing up on stage placement-wise. Yeah. And then they had called my number to exit the stage, and that was... Oh. Okay, so you got called off stage, and... You were in the top three or four, did you say? Top three, they had caught off stage and they had us wait to the side um, to go back out for confirmation. Okay. So we did that and prejudging was over. And I got off stage, my coach was waiting for me. And I, he literally just, like, we just hugged and started crying because. <laughs> Honestly, we couldn't believe this was <laughs> this like was real life. Come true, it, it is getting it's, a pro card, and then yeah, it's it is, and I I could not believe this was happening to me. Um, so yeah, so went back for finals. Um, and the amazing part is that my family was able because my brother lives in Texas, my sister and mom live in um, on the west side of Florida, Sarasota, Bradenton area. So it was amazing that they were able to make it to my pro debut. And this was the first show that my brother had ever been to. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> How incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Winning so um, qualification. <laughs> so him, yeah, him being there was 
it was really exciting for him um, to see me, and it was a, it was a great show to be at. So, um, finals happened. We did our individual routines, um, and then they called us back out. I think it was sat four. They called out again to compare us. Um, started doing the awards. They called second place name, and I have a reaction video. My sister um, took that of me, and I literally just. I started bawling. I bet. Um, I would. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had realized that I had uh, just earned my qualification for the 2021 Olympia, which when I started back in 2013, stepping on that stage, it seems so far away. And now that it is actually reality, is it's still insane to me. And I'm going to tear up right now <laughs> because <laughs> I, 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 I still can't believe it. Yeah, I mean, that's so crazy that you literally hadn't hardly even had your pro card for a week. And then that happens. And I mean, you are up against some tough competition. Deiraja, uh, Ashlyn Brown, Romania. Um, I mean, those those are all Olympians. You know, they're all mm-hmm. going to be gracing that stage this year as well. So um, that's you were amongst um, some very... Uh, elite athletes as you know so congratulations that was incredible thank you yeah so did you get to talk who was your head judge then for that show steve weinberger was the head judge for that show what did he Um, have to say on your feedback he said um some more quad sweep um wider back and then just a little bit more hamstring so we know what we need to work on um this off season to prepare for the Olympia stage. Okay. So will you do a warm up show then uh, before the Olympia next year? So if everything goes right, I, since being from Ohio and growing up, going to the Arnold expo, it would be a dream of mine to step on the Arnold stage and compete in my home state. That would be incredible. So I were praying that that opportunity is giving given to us and that would be the show would be shooting for yeah i mean that's similar to what Dave raja did i mean she earned her pro card at uh you know north americans did the mm-hmm. pro got her first show pro debut she got olympia qualified and they she had a very short resume but she got accepted into the arnold this year so we'll be yeah. rooting for you to <laughs> also grace that stage that's quite the accomplishment so um, yeah of course so when we talk about just kind of what are some different things that you would say are unique about what it takes to peak your body or are there any unique parts of your training style that you feel like um, kind of is different than the average person um, so I'm very blessed that my coach lives here in South Florida. Um, so I do train in person with him about three times a week. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so that really has played a huge part in my muscle growth and everything. So um, he's able to push me extremely hard every workout. We train with intensity. Um, and the main thing we focus on is compound movements. And making sure there's intensity with every rep. 
Um, and then also focusing on the body mechanics and positioning to create the ideal muscle contraction is a big thing. Um, so it's, it's, I'm just grateful that I can train with him in person because that's huge. He's awesome. Yeah. That's a yeah. huge, um, I mean, most people, it's very rare to be able to be in the same, um, location as your coach because face-to-face is certainly, um, a lot more motivating. So do you mostly train legs with him or do you do a mixture of both? Legs. Yeah. Legs are the days that legs and then shoulders are the days, but, um, legs definitely because it's, it's tough working out by yourself on leg day. It's tough to push yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so in terms of your waist, um, you have beautiful abs and everything. Do you, oh, do you waist you. train? Do you, uh, work your abs? Do you do ab vacuums? What are some of your, your methods? I have started to get, to get into the ab vacuums. I'm still not the best at those, but that's something I'm going to focus on this off season. And then um, I also do throughout the day wear a waist trainer, um, just like just one to, I guess, keep it tight. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, but I do not train abs. Okay. Okay. They just come from the kitchen, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have you, um, have you always worn red? I really liked your red suit that you, that you wore no. the previous time at National. I had, um like a green, like a darker green suit. Okay. Um, and this year I wanted, I wanted something different. And I mean, I love the color red. So, uh, CJ elite had, had made me a red suit and that's what, that's the suit that I wore to nationals and then also to my pro debut. Yeah. It looks, it looks really, really beautiful. And I feel like with blondes, you know, there's just a couple colors that, can sometimes mm-hmm. work, but that one's really, really beautiful. So mm-hmm. when you um, practice posing, do you have, uh, do you practice posing with your coach or do you have a separate posing coach or do you do it on your um, own? So every morning when I check into him, I'll send my check-in pictures and I'll also send him a video of me posing. Okay. So every morning before my fasted cardio, I practice, I go through my routine about, about twice in the morning and then about two weeks out, three weeks out is when I'll practice every day throughout the day and um, focus more on the posing and getting comfortable with it. Okay. Yeah, you're a natural. Your routine is really, really unique. Um, you kind of turn on the opposite side, right? Even though I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that, and I thought, wow, that's that's kind of hard to pull off, but you do it really well. <laughs> it, it just feels so much more comfortable on that side. I don't know what it is, but... I cannot do the other side too well. <laughs> well, it looks good. You, you obviously it works. Um, so, in terms of your, let's talk about just any kind of things that you do for like shoulders. I would, I know you kind of talked about legs, but I, I would like to know what you do for your shoulders if you don't mind, or like a favorite exercise if you have one. So um, when I'm training with my coach, we usually do, call them a giant set. So we'll do lateral raises, followed by front raises, followed by um, like rear delts kind of thing. So we'll do probably 10 to 15 reps of each of those. And we'll do maybe four sets of that, um, that kind of 
big, I guess, superset kind of thing. So, so that of time under tension type. Yes. Difference. And focusing, the biggest thing is focusing on that muscle that you are lifting. Mind muscle connection is not doing that with shoulders. And then also with my legs has really helped in improving those two muscle groups. Do you have any favorite forms of recovery um, methods that you utilize? Um, I, I get a massage every week. Okay. Um, stretching is big that I do. And then I have one of those massage guns that I've incorporated into um, this prep that has helped a lot. Okay. Okay. And then in terms of things that you would say, if you were to give like a top five of your favorite parts of living the prep life, what would you say those um, things are that you just love about it? Um, I would say I love that it brings consistency in my, in my life. I'm a creature of habit. So I love the fact that I wake up every day and have the same routine. Um, it just, it keeps me on track and yeah. So that I would say, um, I love prepping my food. <laughs> I love taking my food with me. I love switching up just seasonings to make it more exciting, adding new sauces and prep friendly sauces, of course, um, to make my food more exciting, tasty. Um, I love, I love to be busy and stay busy. Um, I love checking things off my list. So being in prep really, I guess it motivates me to get more things done. That makes sense. Um, it shows that shows my discipline. Um, that is extremely important. So I'm being in prep just shows that. And then uh, challenges me and I guess keeps me accountable with not only just in prep life, but also with work life with my relationship with my boyfriend um, and just little tasks around the house. It, it really keeps me for not, for not being lazy, I guess. Okay. So I would. Is that kind of what you ran into when COVID hit, when we were in lockdown where you weren't able to connect like with your coach and train with him and be out in the gym? Um, yeah, just, I, I just, yeah, I got, I got lazy, I guess. Um, because I didn't have that routine of, getting up, going to the gym, doing my fasted cardio, um, coming home, prepping my food, and then going to, into the office for work because we were working from home. So it was definitely definitely a change that I was not prepared for. And I, I yeah, I, I, I fell, in, fell into a hole during that time. Now, I know a lot of us go through those, you know, ebbs and valleys. I think it's just really natural for that to happen um, as a competitor. Mm -hmm. So have you ever had um, like a, a rebound or um, a bad post-show experience that you've kind of learned from? Or do you feel like uh, the reverses are, are like that's not a, a huge obstacle for you? Or um, I honestly think the reverse is so much harder than prep itself. Yes. I, I am very goal. I'm, I'm very goal oriented. So, um, in prep, I have the goal of the stage. I have a countdown till stage day. Mm -hmm. So that's what 
that's what keeps me in line during prep. But I mean, the reverse, I don't like, I don't know when I'm stepping on stage next. We don't have, we don't have a goal. So in the past, reversing has been extremely tough with me. Um, I have binge, binge eight. I've put on a lot of weight after show and this time around it, it's, it's been totally different. Um, I have, I mean, it's been a crazy month, <laughs> super exciting month. Yeah. So I've just, and with the Olympia next year, I've, it's motivating me to stay on track. And I always remember what helps me with post-show. I always remember how I feel when I don't stick to my reverse. And I don't want to feel like that ever again. So that's, it's a big thing on what has helped me this, this post show as well. Yeah. So tell me about your mindset and maybe some things that you've just learned about yourself along the way throughout the years of competing. Um, throughout the years, I mean, every day, honestly, I learned something new about myself. I learned that no matter whatever I set my mind to, I am capable of doing. Um, I've learned that, I mean, I learned at a young age that life is extremely short. Um, so just being in prep has taught me that to not give up on any dreams you may have, any goals you may have. Um, what are yeah. some people that have inspired uh, that in you or other than your teammate you had mentioned, I know, Tiffany, um, are there any kind of role models or people that have impacted you or do you have um, like books that you read or how do you, how do you kind of help your, your state of your mindset? So my family, my family and my boyfriend um, and everyone around me, coworkers are extremely supportive of my lifestyle. Um, The reason I got into competing in 2013 was because I, my mom had competed and I saw how it made her happy. Um, so she honestly is, she's the biggest reason as to why, um, why I got into competing. And um, yeah, um, and as I said, growing up at a young age, I learned life was extremely short after losing my dad um, at the age of 12. So, oh, wow. Sorry for your loss. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so was, was your mom, um, did, when did she start competing then? How old were you? Um, I, I think she started competing just a year or so before me. Um, the gym had been after, after my dad died, the gym had been, um, I guess her, her saving grace. Um, it has it helped her helped her deal with um, grief and stuff like that. So um, seeing how it made her feel, I I followed in her footsteps and stepped on the stage as well. That's awesome. So does she also compete in bikini or does she compete in figure? She um, back in the day she did figure and physique. She doesn't compete um, anymore. She's a she is a nurse. So. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So with, um, I guess if you have any sort of like tips or, um, advice for competitors, um, I don't know if you 
can share any kind of words of wisdom. Maybe it's, you know, a first timer that's considering doing a show or um, even like a seasoned competitor that's going for their pro card. Yeah, my biggest thing would be to find a good coach. I know a lot of people say that, but it, honestly, it's it's so important. It makes it'll make your prep so much easier um, if you're a coach. You have a coach that's knowledgeable and just and trust your coach, trust the process. Um, and then also, prep isn't easy. That's I mean, you're gonna be hungry. You're gonna be tired. There's gonna be times when you're gonna be cranky. But the biggest thing to remember is that you chose to do this. So I, in the past during preps have gotten where I've been cranky and I've taken it out on my loved ones and the people who support me the most. Um, so that realizing and taking a step back and realizing that you chose to be in this and they are not, and they're just there to support you. So taking your anger your hangriness out on them is not is not the way to go so that's good advice yeah and you've been with your boyfriend and you said he kind of influenced a lot of your um, lifestyle and all of that so can you tell us about do you guys work out together how do you share like the prep life together how does that work with date night and foods (laughs) that are in the house and things like that so uh, we've been together, I think it's it's been six years now. Um, so we were together before I even started competing. And he he is new to this world. So getting into prep, he wasn't sure what to think. Um, he honestly, in the beginning, was not a fan of it. And relationships are tough in general, no matter what. And then throwing prep into it mm-hmm. um, makes it a little more tough. Yeah. He extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, the first couple of shows were a little a little rough. Um, he did not understand what what prep was like. Uh, he he doesn't. He's not a big workout person. Um, he's extremely extremely hard worker at work and his job. Um, so yeah, just his, the biggest thing is he did not understand. But moving forward into um, my most recent preps, um, I, in prep, foods off my plan do not bother me, so he still eats whatever he wants, um, because, again, I chose to do this, so I would never want to restrict anyone on the outside from doing what they love, eating what they love, and enjoying life, so, I mean, date nights, um, I go, I bring my food. We still do activities together. We'll go to the movies. He'll eat his popcorn. I'll have my food because I still, no matter what, um, even though I'm in prep, I still am his other half. So I still need to be his other half, other half during prep. That doesn't, just because I'm in prep, it doesn't change that I just push everyone away um, and my family members away because they're my biggest supporters. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think that's well said. I, it sounds like throughout the years you've kind of just, you know, reinvented the way that you approach things. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's very healthy. Uh, does your coach ever give you like refeeds or untracked meals? 
um, anything like that, especially like in the improvement season where you have a little bit more flexibility when you're not like in a strict prep that you can meal with him or. Yeah. So usually um, in prep, uh, I'll get a couple burgers a night. So like whenever my coach sends me that text, I'll call my boyfriend immediately saying, we're getting a burger tonight. Where are we going? (laughs) And they'll be like, yes. So um, actually last night we just had a burger, which was super cool. So that is kind of like our date night kind of thing. Um, And then off season, obviously it's not as strict as in prep. So about every week um, I'll get a cheat meal and we'll take advantage of that and go out on a nice little dinner. Okay. What's your favorite cheat meal? I honestly, a burger and fries is, I love growing up, which is weird. I was not a fan of burgers and I don't know why, but right now in the past couple of years, yes, I, I don't know what it is like, and I never used to like ketchup either. And I literally dip everything in ketchup. I'll dip my burger in ketchup and literally everything. I don't know what's going on, but. (laughs) Yeah. So that was probably what you had after your celebration then after winning. How did you do that with the pro card thing? Did you go out and celebrate and have like a cheat meal and then turn around and win the pro show on your pro debut the next day? (laughs) Yeah, we actually, where did we go to eat? Um, We went to Yard House up in Orlando. And I had, I think I had some kind of beef mixture. And then I had a couple bites of everyone else's food. And then I had, my coach had got me cookies from a bakery up in Orlando. So I had a bite of each one of those. And then the next day, my boyfriend and I had went to breakfast. I had some chicken and waffles and then um, some more food the rest of the day. And then um, that Sunday night, back on and then back on for the show on Saturday for my pro debut it was I'd never done a back-to-back show so that was definitely definitely an experience um but yeah I I about that peaking process like what was peak week like for leading up to the pro card win and then how did you piggyback a show like that and peak again um so back on that we kind of I guess started we slow so our peaking process is my coach will slowly um increase my food as well as water throughout the week um so Monday morning we had I think I did about 45 minutes of cardio because I was still full from the day before from all that food um but we since the feedback was from nationals to come in with fuller glutes he knew that he had to feed me more so that's what we do. I am Monday through the show. We'll he'll slowly increase my food and water. And yeah. So about cut, many, we'll cut. like how many calories would you be dieting on for both of those? Would you say? Oh my gosh. The thing is my, I rely on my coach a lot for those things with, with the numbers. Yeah. You're like, that's honestly, I, could not tell you how many calories I'm eating a day or the macros or anything because I listen to him, whatever he says. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we kind of know like you had the celebration and you kind of got fed up on like through that meal Saturday night and then an untracked basically day Sunday. 
Um, but mm-hmm. leading up into the pro card, did you do a, like a depletion process? And it was it the same thing where you just, even though you didn't have that feedback from Steve, um, did you still feed yourself up throughout the week to lead into that pro card win as well? So Monday, Tuesday, we kept it pretty low calorie to just, I guess, flush everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wednesday, we started increasing um, the carbs. And Thursday, Friday, and then show day morning, I had a meal, meal before I went on stage. And that was it. But the biggest thing with my body is we found out that my body does well with more carbs. Mm-hmm. So, which I'm very fortunate for um so yeah and the carb source we use is just jasmine rice so super super simple yeah we started oh sorry go ahead we just i was just gonna say we started carving up wednesday and then do you add like a a fat like um a fattier meat or like a fat with carbs to kind of hold the pump or is it does it stay pretty low fat um, no, I mean, salmon is the fat that we use throughout my prep. So my meals consisted of salmon and jasmine rice. Okay. Well, awesome. yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for um, all of this knowledge and everything. Um, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you would like to share with our listeners before we go ahead and sign off? I think we covered everything. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, this was very enlightening. I really appreciate your time, Emily, and I'm so excited for you. I hope that everything goes well with your application to the Arnold and wish you the best of luck in the Olympia 2021. I've never been to the Olympia, but it's on my bucket list for next year. So I'll be in the crowd. Awesome. For you. <laughs> awesome. Um, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, so if we, as our listeners wanted to find you. What are the best ways that they could reach out to tell you how much they appreciate you uh, for coming on today? Um, my Instagram is my biggest thing. It's um, Emily, E-M-I-L-Y underscore my last name, P-L-A-J-E-R. That's that's our most active one okay. right now. Fabulous. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And this is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger. And you can find us on Instagram at Prep Life Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. And if you would like to apply for the team, you can find us at glamgirlbikini.com and click the Get Started button to apply. Thanks for listening, everyone.